Welcome to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast, where we discuss all things human design and how it can support you and your spiritual journey. This is not a one-size-fits-all podcast. We are here to inspire awareness about how we are all different and help you answer the questions of who am I? What am I here to do? How am I here to do it? You can thrive and live the life of your dreams just by having awareness of your true self. So dive deep with us, get inspired, and start living your life on purpose. Hello, and welcome back to the Day Luna Human Design Podcast with your host, Dana and Shayna, once again. Um, we are super excited to be recording today. We are kind of riding the high still from our, one of our events last week. We did a cacao ceremony and sound bath here in Ventura. It was so fun. And we've been doing them like two events a week, just kind of for fun because our business is online and we connect with all of you guys online so much, but it's really nice to get together in real life and be able to connect. And hasn't it just been like the most fun thing ever? Yeah, it's been amazing just because getting to sit in circle with people, um, complete strangers, but really connect with them and share and just, you know, recognize like the light in each other and how connected we all are, even though we're all so different has been really special. And yeah, I feel, I feel really strongly the ebb and flow of life right now, like coming from an, you know, events like that, that have been so connected, but also so busy and, you know, trying to stay true to my design as a projector and what that really looks like in a time that is so busy like this has been really challenging, but then also nice. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Totally. You know? Yeah. It's so funny, like being a business owner and also just like doing all the things, having a podcast, leading events and being a projector where you're waiting for the invitation. It's been really like an amazing experience. I feel especially having each other, both of us being projectors to really check each other and to like have support and holding strong and like doing all of these things out in the world but in a way that's correct for us and not forcing ourselves onto people or pushing ourselves into new situations, but really allowing for the for everything to just happen and for us to be recognized and invited in to share these gifts, to create these experiences, to have these events. Like it's so, I really truly do feel so empowered as a projector. Like we're kind of, and it's still like an ever, a ever going learning experience of understanding mm -hmm. how you can wait for the intent invitation and also have forward progress with like sharing your gifts with the world. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like the constant push and pull, like yin and yang balance, balancing act that you're, that you're doing, but always being mindful of, okay, I'm going to wait for others to recognize me and to invite me. But when you're doing things so quickly, I feel like the last few weeks, things were moving so fast that it was constant recognition and invitations and then taking action and giving guidance and connecting with people and then invitations and recognition and giving guidance. Like it was constant that now that the rush of it all is kind of over this week has been a little bit um, shocking for me hmm. to be so still, even though it was what I was craving so much during that super busy time. You know, I was 
I was tired and I was wanting to just be alone, be in my hermit shell, mm-hmm. be my two four, <laughs> you know, what I mean? have that balance. But, um, but now that it's so still, I kind of had a moment on Sunday or Monday of just kind of, you know, Oh, okay. Well, things aren't moving as fast as they were. Am I okay? Mm-hmm. You know, like, are, are, is it okay to be this still? Because it wasn't this still for the last few weeks. And I really have to remind myself of, okay, this is life. Ebb and flow is a part of, you know, the world It's yin and yang. It's all connected. You need the super fast times as well as the slow times, even though the slow times may only be a few days or a week um, to really allow myself to sit in that and rest and to just dive into what lights me up, reminding myself to just keep studying, keep learning, keep meditating and having a daily practice of, you know, talking to the universe and doing yoga, all of the things that I skipped for, you know, two weeks because we were so busy. So I really Mm -hmm. feel like this week is necessary for my energy Mm -hmm. to realign and check in and say, okay, am I living my design? Because it's, it's needed. So that way on the weeks when I don't have time to really check in with myself, I kind of have already done the, the homework, if you will, or the basis in those weeks where I'm slower. Mm, Yeah. I love that so much. It's so true. I had the same feeling like when we were so busy doing all this stuff, I wasn't having time to meditate. I wasn't having those, those quiet, still moments in the morning, but like, it felt so good because you feel successful when you're constantly being invited and being able to share your Mm. gifts. And then you have the time of like, okay, now that's over. And there's the, the ebb where it kind of slows down. And then you do have that feeling like, is everything okay? I'm not getting all these invitations, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I had the same thing, but It's so, and that's when you have that discomfort that you can just have awareness of it and be like, go back to my tools, go back to meditation, like actively choose to light a candle and journal and use my crystals and use all of like our essential oils and tools. And all of those Mm. tools are there for you to support you in that time of like, I have this discomfort. Am I going to use this to lean in and connect with my soul? Or am I going to panic and run away from feeling what I'm feeling. Yes. Uh, And I feel like it's so true for all the types, right? Mm -hmm. For projectors, it's going back to waiting for the invitation and honing your skills. And, but for manifesting generators, it's okay. Things were super crazy. Let me slow down and allow life to come to me so I can respond. Mm -hmm. And for generators, it's the same, you know, you could be doing, 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 but allowing life to come to you so you can respond. And for manifestors, it's, you know, going back to just being creative and talking about your feelings and what you're creating and what you're wanting to do and not necessarily being in the thick of it all the time, directing things for reflectors. It's, you know, checking back in and allowing yourself to be nothing. Um, you know, with being around so many people and being in a whirlwind, like we were just in, really identifying with all those people and reflecting back what they are and allowing yourself to feel those things. But then when the ebb happens, allowing yourself to just go back to stillness and to empty out and to be clear and to release pressure on yourself to identify with anything and to just be. 
Mm-hmm. Feel like all of the types have this ebb and flow, mm-hmm. and the ebb does feel scary, like mm-hmm. you said, especially when you've been in the flow for mm-hmm. an extended amount of time. It's totally. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, do I need to change my whole life because the ebb feels scary? Mm-hmm. But it's no, it's giving gratitude to that ebb, allowing it to be what it is without trying to force it out of fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that, like saying yes to to life and diving in and to accepting things how they are so that they can flow better when the flow comes back mm-hmm. and saying no to fear and retreating. And um, one of the cards we just pulled was being spiritually bold in the face of fear and anxiety and uh, challenges. And mm-hmm. that is just yes. how I'm feeling. Amen. I know that card is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spiritually bold. I love that word. Yeah. I've never heard that before, but I'm feeling it. I'm feeling spiritually bold. Yeah. Because it's, that's a form of fearlessness, you know, like yeah. it's, it's instead of feeling fear or like, instead of succumbing to fear and acting out of fear to turn back to your spirituality and to be like, I am eternally safe. I am eternally protected. I am all of this for a reason. I'm here for a reason. I'm right now for a reason. And like really trusting in that and choosing trust and love over fear every single time. And like everyone feels fear no matter what, no matter how far along you are in your evolution or ascension journey, like fear is going to come knock at your door. And what's important is to acknowledge it, have awareness of it, be like, oh, that's fear. And then to say, I choose in this moment to go back to spirituality, to go back to love, to go back to trust and to just like be mm-hmm. here and, and feel this. And like, that's such a simple yes. thing, but that is like the ultimate form of power is when you can mm. choose that reaction internally in yourself. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. The word bold really is getting me. Yeah. Being bold <laughs> totally. about something. Yeah. Not like just doing it, but being bold about it. Like here I am. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about too, like last week when we were having our event and we were so tired that when we got home, we were like, we need to like go to sleep right now but our friend our good friend Steffi Hill who you guys all know she's been on the podcast a couple times was over at our house and we had like a straight up spiritual sleepover and (laughs) we like we're so tired we were gonna fall asleep and then the second we walk in the door she's like you guys want to do a choreographed dance and we were like uh yeah and we like we were like you gotta be a manifesting generator and like <laughs> come back from an event and be like let's dance <laughs> but we learned the whole thriller like down to the the thriller michael jackson like and like all of the backbeat side moves and it was so fun to just like be outwardly expressive and joyful and laughing and silly and then all of that is over. And then now we're all home, like in our own little hermit caves. Yeah, And it's like such a different, like that joyful dance and play is like so fun and so great, but like, it's also so healing and fun and great to be alone and to just be like silent and to just have your own space and like connect to nature. And it's like, um, allowing all of those things and not feeling like one is better or worse than the other but just like one is yang outward energy and one is yin inward energy and that they support each other and feed each other. Yes. And nothing is wrong with you for not having the fun yang dance party all the time. Mm -hmm. 
that it's actually necessary to have that yin mm -hmm. inward energy. So that way you can do those yangs mm -hmm. and not die. <laughs> do those yangs. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So you guys, this episode is actually, we wanted to talk about the idea of oneness versus differentiation because human design is the science of differentiation. It is showing us how as a human being, each one of us is unique. Each one of us has specific gifts and qualities and the way that our energy works, the way that our aura is. We all have this design that is here to make us a unique individual. And while that's 100% true in this physical world, there's another truth and perhaps maybe even a higher truth. And that is that we are not just individual beings, we are actually spiritual beings having this unique human individual experience. So on a higher level, we are all this one consciousness, this one life force, this one source of life and love and beauty that has split off and is experiencing life as many different unique human beings. And so we kind of wanted to mm -hmm. talk about both of those truths and how they play out in human design. But before we get started, Shana, do you want to lead us in like an intention setting, just breathing and grounding moment? Mm, yeah. 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 Just want to like get connected with everyone. And if you're listening, I invite you to just like, um, if you're driving your car, just, you know, breathe and obviously don't close your eyes. But if you're listening to this in your house, you want to close your eyes and just kind of drop in with us. We invite you to do so. So I'm actually going to light some Palo Santo here just to cleanse the energy. And the beautiful thing about technology is that you don't have to be in physical proximity of anything to receive the healing energetic benefits. So yeah, like Dana said, if you are driving, just take some breaths with us. You don't need to close your eyes. Um, but if you are in a space where you can close your eyes, great. Um, and let's just take a few Connected breaths together and let's go ahead and breathe in. Fill up your belly and exhale. And again, let's breathe together in and exhale. And on this next breath, imagine all of your cells filling up with bright white light in, filling up cleansing yourselves and breathing out. And with this Palo Santo, I cleanse any energies that do not serve us today and in this moment. I cleanse and make a clear channel for us all to connect with our truth, with the bright white light, pure energy that is inside all of us, that is all of us, and to really be open to connecting to that truth today, here and now. Breathe that in. Breathe in that connection to source and exhale anything that does not serve you. You are truth. 
You are light. You are divine, bright cosmic energy. And in this moment, we create a clear channel to being connected, to being here, to showing up for ourselves, as ourselves, for others. So that way we can live out our divine truth in everything that we do and are. Another deep breath. And exhale, giving gratitude to this truth. And so it is. Mm, and so it is. Mm. Mm, thank you. That's so nice. I actually mm. did one of your meditations this morning out with my feet in the earth, underneath a tree, in the breeze. It was so good. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That feels amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. So I, now that we're all, like, oh, heart open and, yes. like, connected to that truth, yeah, oneness versus differentiation. Is this, like, mm -hmm. kind of a big, huge topic, but we're just going to share with you guys our journey to it and our understanding. And then we'll kind of tie it back in about how human design teaches this and in what way. But basically the idea of oneness um, is something that I have heard about a lot. Like ever since I was in high school, like I remember hearing Bob Marley songs that are like one love. And that was something that I said and accepted. And, but I honestly didn't like understand the deeper, like real meaning of it. Um, and I remember literally like Googling, like, what does one love mean? And, <laughs> you know, like, um, the idea that we are all one and that every single person is connected, is something that I wanted to believe and like I understood in my mind, um, but I didn't truly like feel the profound truth of that in my own body and really understand it until maybe like only a year and a half ago, I kind of like got this huge download and understood it on this like cellular body level as I was reading this book. Um, and the topic was actually on something completely different, but it was a spiritual book and it was talking about um, the chakra system and how we take in life force energy through like this channel inside of our bodies and it's processed through your chakra system. And as I was reading that, I had this just like profound, like aha moment where I was like, I remember this feeling of, of like getting life force energy from the sun as like an ancient version of myself or like in a different dimension or incarnation of my soul or whatever. I just had this feeling of like, I remember that we are all this one life force, this one source. And I used to think that it was like when people say namaste, the light in me honors the light in you, that like I am a human being and I have this energy inside of me that animates me and it's a sacred energy and that you have a energy inside of you and that mm. other people do but i didn't really understand that it comes from the one source and that that source is not just light it is this 
infinite love and intelligence and humanity. And like, that is the essence that like people call God. And, you know, that realization for me was a huge thing because I was never spiritual. I wasn't raised religious at all. Mm -hmm. And so coming to like the deeper, more love connected meaning of this and not just like a scientific, like you have energy in you and I have energy in you, but like we have this sacred consciousness in us that comes from the one source is something that like I truly only understood like a year ago, I would say a year and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. I same. I mean, I think I always had this understanding of, um, of being different, right. But also being somehow connected to everyone else and that we're all the same. And I I had this experience when I was probably like five or six driving. I remember it so clearly because it was so it was just so, I don't even know the word for it for me because I was so young, but it was so just true for me. Mm. And I was sitting in the back of the car and I just remember looking out of my eyes, (laughs) like looking out of my eyes, but like behind my eyes almost and thinking, why am I alive? Like, Mm. why, why am I behind these eyes? Mm. Why am I seeing these things? And I can't, why can't I see my face? Like, what is this thing behind my skin? What is this thing behind my face? What is this? Is that my soul? Like, am I my soul or am I my body? Because I can't see my body. I can only see, like, I am behind these eyeballs looking out. And I remember thinking that so clearly Mm -hmm. at like five or six. And I remember asking my mom that and she was like, what? Like, okay. (laughs) Like It went so over her head, but it was like the most profound thing ever. I guess. I mean, I don't even know what she was thinking then. I just remember thinking, it's so strange that you're behind your eyes and I'm behind my eyes, but what are we really behind these eyes? Mm -hmm. Like, what are we behind these, these, the skin, these faces? Right. Um, and why am I in this body and you're in that body? Mm-hmm. Like, why, why isn't it reversed? And how come I can't be in your body at any time that I want? And you can't be in my body at any time. Like, why am I devoted to this body when I'm not this body? I'm this thing in this body. Like, I just remember having this whole like thing, these questions, yeah. <laughs> like sick. And, um, and then it wasn't until maybe, I don't know, two years ago, a year and a half ago, when I did breath work and I've had so many crazy experiences in breath work. I know I talk about it all the time, but it was in breath work and I like traveled through space, if you will. And, um, like through that essence, that light soul being inside of me. And I like traced it back like a string and it went all the way back to this huge white ball of light. And I could see this ball of light and all of these billions of strings just coming off of this ball of like bright, white, light, loving energy. And at the end of each string was a person and was a body. And I had just like this profound knowing that we are all this, this, same source, the same ball of energy, but we're all these little like fractalized strings coming off of it, split 
into billions and billions and billions of strings off of this light. But if you trace it all back, it's that one bright white light energy. And that visualization really helped me to grasp that we are all of the same, but we're differentiated. We're, we're different human bodies at the end of these bright white strings. And so that really sunk it into my body of, okay, that is what I was feeling at six years old. Uh, I am behind this body, but what am I really, what am I really connected to? And, and you're behind your body and I know it's the same, mm-hmm. but what, what is it really? And that visualization really helped me to like check in and, and like have a deeper understanding of, okay, if this is the way that my brain can process it, I'm not here to say that you know, that's God. And that, you know, that ball of energy exists somewhere (laughs) on a different dimension. Like I'm not here to claim anything, but that experience that I had of seeing that really helped me to grasp oneness Mm -hmm. for me, because I agree, Dana, like Mm -hmm. I had so many, like you hear namaste and you hear one love and you hear, you know, we're all one, but what does it really mean? Mm -hmm. And also how does it relate to being different? Because obviously human design preaches that it's the science of differentiation, that we are all different. We all have different energetic gifts. We're all here to operate in different ways, but we're also all one. And how does that come into play? Yeah. It's so crazy that you had that experience when you were so young, because it reminds me of Eckhart Tolle, who's like one of my most favorite spiritual teachers ever. Um, And he had really severe depression. He was having a really challenging like life. And he was thinking about committing suicide. And he said to himself, I can no longer live with me. And that's when he realized I can no longer live with me. Who is I and who is me? And he had this Mm. profound moment of, I am my formless, infinite spiritual soul. And me is my human form, Eckhart Tolle. And I am actually the awareness that is living as me, Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's his whole teachings. Like in A New Earth, it's my most favorite book ever. Like for sure, the number one book that like catapulted my spiritual experience forward. But that's the whole idea is that you are these two things. You are I and you are me. And the I is that consciousness. It's that one source. It's that ball of light that the string is connected to. And all of us are from that same source, that same consciousness. And then we all have that string that connects us to our individual self. And that's the me. And we all experience being this human that is named by a name and you know you live your life and you have your design and you're different than other people and both of those things are true all in one one experience so as we study human design it's really valuable and really helpful to be like who am I who is me who's Dana who's Shana who's Eckhart Tolle and like how do I live through this world because on one hand, it's real. We're here. We have to pay bills. We have to live our lives. But on the other hand, there's this other truth that is perhaps like a more true, higher truth is that we are this infinite spiritual being that is everything and everyone. And we don't apply to the rules of the physical realm. And it's like the balance between having both of those things be true in your life and not getting lost in one or the other side, but having them equally present and harmonious. And so 
as we go through human design, it's so helpful in figuring out this world of form, figuring out who you are in this physical world as an individual. And then there's always like those moments where you go back to just understanding that you are not your human self, but you are awareness and that you are consciousness and that you are Mm -hmm. everything and everyone and this divine love. It's that yin and yang, like we were talking about in the beginning. Totally. Having the balance. Like you can't just be completely in this world, completely just living as me, as Mm -hmm. yourself, and then not ever tapping back to this divine awareness and connection to everything and all things. You have to have both and to like really thrive and really live your highest potential. Yeah, I completely, completely agree. One thing that I really love that Eckhart Tolle has said, but I'm pretty sure it's a Rumi quote who was a Sufi poet, but he says, you know, we are all consciousness. Like that is like the real essence of who we are. And everyone is this one consciousness and consciousness is in all things. It's in every single thing that exists is this one consciousness. Um, And he says that consciousness is sleeping in rocks it's dreaming in plants, it's awake in animals, and it awakens to itself in human beings. Oh, I love that. That is so true. Yeah, it's such a like, such a crazy thing to really think about. And going back to the idea that we are these two things, we are this unique individual human, and we are the spiritual being all at once. You kind of In human design, like a huge thing that we think is the most helpful is to know your cross of incarnation. And that is your individual purpose. So as an individual, what are you here? What did your soul choose to be in this lifetime? And that is to live as you. And so you have this individual purpose, which human design helps you understand, but you also have this universal purpose. And that is to remember that we are all this one consciousness and that we are all connected And that there's no such thing as me versus you, because in the end, or better or worse, or like who's better or who's more powerful, because we are all connected and we are all Mm -hmm. this one consciousness. And in a lot of ways, that is all our purpose too, is to remember that truth in this lifetime as a human, to remember this like universal spiritual truth. Yeah. I remember when we were on the plane to Costa Rica, how you really nailed it in for me to like, okay, let me put this into practice in my day-to-day life when we were on the plane. And you know, when you're traveling and just everything's annoying, just like someone walking slowly is super annoying because you're just, you're just traveling and it's annoying. But (laughs) I just remember like this guy bumped into our seats and like, was just like really like standing over us and like wasn't moving and he passed and I was like, Oh my gosh, thank gosh. He kept moving. And you were like, it's okay. Cause he, I am him. <laughs> like I am him. He's me. Like, even though yeah. that was annoying, like I am him. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's really crazy. Like I, you know, anytime that someone another person like pushes your buttons or triggers you, you know, whether they say something hurtful to you or whatever. And your instant reaction is like to be, to be offended and to feel like that I am an individual and you are an individual and you just offended me. And so now it's me versus you. And that separation is our ego protecting us 
And it's there for a reason that ego response to be like, I'm separate than you because you just hurt me and now we're enemies. But it's so unhelpful because that that like chemical response in our body is designed to save us and to save our lives when we're being like attacked by a lion or something. But we have it, that feeling of being like, holy shit, I need to defend myself and feel like I'm being attacked just when we have like a small altercation. And it used to be like really hard for me if someone said something hurtful for me to forgive them and to like see that I wasn't mad at them and that I don't feel separate from them. But this whole idea of oneness where like, I literally am the universe living through that person and I am the universe living through me. So when me and them have a confrontation, there is no such thing because we are connected. We are one. And like, you can never hold anything against someone or be mad at them or judge them because we're all this one connected life force experiencing life through all of these different human beings. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And it creates an illusion of separateness, right? When you, when you have these, you know, when your ego gets in and tries to separate you and it's, it's interesting because all of us are on a spiritual journey, right? We're Mm -hmm. all on a healing journey. And for some people and some, you know, confrontations or situations, it might be really easy to say, like, you know what? I am you. I am universal consciousness living through you, living through me. We are connected. So at the end of the day, I can only show you love because anything that I show you is also reflecting on what I show me, mm-hmm. right? Any hate that I give you is hate that I'm giving me. Mm-hmm. But it's that's a good place to start, right? Is with things that are easy to mm-hmm. do. You know, mm-hmm. the annoying person on the plane. You know what? I am sending love to you because that is me sending love to myself. Mm-hmm. And see if you can work that into to bigger things in your life, bigger mm-hmm. relationships, mm-hmm. bigger things that you're just here to work through. I mean, you're not going to instantly forgive every single person that's wronged you or any traumas that you've had just with this awareness. But the goal is to, to have a consciousness for it, right? Mm-hmm. To have an awareness and see where you can eek in this bit of light truth into those areas that are so separated mm-hmm. by ego and by pain, your pain body, by, mm-hmm. by trauma. Totally. And just to start there, like it doesn't need to happen overnight, but just realizing that you, anything that you do, do to them, you do to yourself. Yeah. And so, or any person that you separate from, you are separating from yourself as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So it's interesting to think about, to ponder on, to journal about, to meditate on, just to see how you feel and where it takes you. Yeah. And I just wanted to share, because I thought that this was really cool. Um, I heard Eckhart Tolle speaking on Oprah on Super Soul Conversation, which was my all-time favorite podcast. <laughs> I love that Oprah loves Eckhart Tolle, because I yeah, love Eckhart Tolle. And I'm like, she better be a super divine spiritual goddess. Like, yes, she is my girl. Anyways, I heard Eckhart Tolle saying like, anytime that you're really feeling like I'm stuck in my ego or I'm reacting from my ego or from my pain body because I have a challenging experience or because I feel mad at someone or whatever. Like anytime you feel yourself acting in your ego, the first thing is to have awareness of it. 
be like, that is my ego. And then have acceptance of that. Like that's, I felt triggered in these ways because of my pain body in these ways. And that just shows me that I have healing to do, to accept myself, to heal myself so that I can accept others. Um, But Mm -hmm. he kind of talks about that whole process of like, anytime you're having a discrepancy between you and another person to just have awareness of it and acceptance of it. But after you've processed it in that way, then you can choose to feel yourself as awareness and not just as your individual human form. And he does like a really cool exercise. He says, he says, basically what it is, is presence, like this full, complete, I am here, I'm available, I'm open, I'm receptive, but I'm not identifying with anything or thinking anything. And the way that he says to do it is like, imagine that you're listening for a sound that's really, really far off in the distance. And that feeling of like, yeah, I'm here, like I'm listening. He says like, that is complete presence. Ooh. Where you are attentive, you are here, you are focused, but you're not filling any void, you're listening. And like, I just thought that was so cool because when I do it, like you stop and like listen to something super far away. And like the more times a day that you can do that to yourself and just go back into that state of complete presence, but without identifying with any human thing or human form or ego thing, um, the more you can like connect back in with that part of you that is consciousness and that is the one love um, and then move forward back in your like human life. Yes. Isn't that cool? that so much yes now that we've kind of talked about the idea of oneness and how it it's kind of the opposite but also all in one truth of the fact that we are all these different human beings um i just kind of want to talk about what i feel like your your soul you know before you incarnate into this human body your soul chooses all of these soul contracts, like in this next lifetime, I'm going to learn these lessons and I'm going to spend time with these other souls that I'm connected with. And then I have karma to clear or that I have lessons I want to learn with them. And your soul chooses your exact parents for a reason to help you become the version of yourself that you're going to be in this lifetime and live out your true life purpose. Your soul chooses your personality crystal and your design crystal. So it chooses your exact birthday so that the planets and stars are in alignment in the exact perfect way to make you uniquely who you are as a human being in this lifetime. And Mm that that is your human design that's your chart when you're looking at your human design chart which if you're listening and you don't have your human design chart um you can go to mybodygraph.com to enter in your birthday and time info make sure your birth time is accurate and you can look at your human design chart or you can go to our website daylunalife.com to book a reading or to order a printed chart but anyways make sure you have your chart and when you're looking at your chart this is the blueprint that your soul created and designed and decided upon so that you can live out this divine special life purpose that is being yourself, uniquely yourself, authentically yourself in this lifetime. And mm-hmm. so 
while we have all of that going on where we are this oneness, we are this consciousness, our soul derives from that and is in total alignment and understanding of that. But then our soul chooses to become human and to kind of forget all of that, have this veil of forgetfulness where we can live in this 3D world and move through the world as a human being and experience suffering, experience pain, experience love, experience sex and pleasure and creating children and like all of the things that are uniquely this physical form, eating food, looking at plants and trees, you know, all of these things, even though they have like their pain and their like lower vibrations, they're all so beautiful and your soul chose to become a unique human being to experience life. And that's, that's really where human design comes in because it's like Mm -hmm. in all of our spiritual practices, we're learning all of these ways to connect with the side of us. That's oneness and awareness and consciousness. But then it's like, okay, the human part of me, that's Dana. That's just trying to like make enough money to live or like accomplish my dreams or like travel. Where does, where is the help for that part? Because that side's also true. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's where human design comes in. It's so helpful because it's like, here's how you live as uniquely Dana. And here are strategies and tools. Here's what your soul chose and decided upon to be. And like, all you have to do is allow yourself to be who you truly are to experience everything that you're meant to and came here to experience and to be the highest expression of yourself. And here is how your energy wants to work. So that way you can live authentically as yourself to live out your life purpose. I human design does address this, you know, this idea of oneness or this truth of oneness. And basically what they say is that your magnetic monopole, which is your G center in your body graph chart, which is the diamond in the center of your chest that that is your soul and your identity and your self-direction. And that is love. Basically how I like to think of it, if I'm going back to like, cause I'm really visual, if I'm going back to that visualization of the white ball of light with billions of strings and say you're one string at the end of it, you have your energetic body, which is your human design. And that white little ball that's connected to that string, that ball is right there in your G center. And that is what is pulling you towards and binding you to the universe and like connecting and pulling everything towards a state of oneness again, right? So that's your G center right in the center of your chest. And it is pulling you and permeating love and bringing you towards a state of oneness again. But everything around that little ball of light in you is your differentiation, is your human design, is your energetic body. And so what human design says about this center, this G center, the soul direction, is that when you're born, it is connected to your Anja center and as, or, or your design crystal. And as you form in the womb, those, your magnetic monopole, your G center and your Anja center separate as your body forms in the womb. And it creates this illusion of separateness. And this illusion is what drives us to look outside of ourselves for love and to get a sense of where we're going and who we are in relation to other people and 
what we're here to do. We have this drive that's constantly pulling us because we feel that love is something outside of ourselves, that our direction and who we are is something outside of ourselves that we have to go find when in truth, it's there. It's that G center. It's that life force energy that is there connected to all things connected to oneness connected to love. So your G center only attracts love. It only attracts beauty. And it is what is driving us towards the experiences that we need in order to find love and to find ourselves and to find what we're here to do. And so if we can just know that you are the love that you're looking for, like, like Fia says, that song that I always quote, that I know that I'm made of the stars and that I am the love that I'm looking for and mm-hmm. that my heart is my home. Like that oh. is so true. My heart and that is, is exactly my what, home. Yes. That is exactly so what good. human design says yeah. is that this, this drive, if we didn't have this drive or this separation from our design crystal and our magnetic monopole or our G center, then we would just all be this oneness. We wouldn't have this internal pull that keeps us in our place of, you know, being different. We would have this just, we would just be in, in oneness with everything. So it's, it's like an inner GPS system for you that is pulling you towards your unique life purpose. And it's also just attracting love and beauty. So if you can get out of your own way and just know that you are love and that you are connected to all things and that these energetic gifts around you in your energetic body are here to assist you in being love and giving love in the way that your energetic gifts are here to give it. That's kind of the goal, right? Mm -hmm. Is to just allow your energetic gifts to, to serve you and to lift you and to connect you for your highest good. That's, that's what it all is. Your highest good is that love that's permeating from your G center. Mm, I love that so much. That's so beautiful. And like the G center is such a trip, you know, in human design, it's really, they say that it's the driver. If you're, if your body, your energetic body, your physical form is your car and you're moving through life, the driver is your magnetic monopole. And people think that your mind is driving your car, but actually your mind is a passenger in the backseat, just observing the ride, seeing, wow, isn't this weird? Isn't this beautiful? Isn't this what all the things, but not making decisions, not driving your car, your magnetic monopole is driving your car. And your magnetic monopole is the part in your body where your soul resides. It is the part in your body where you are connected to oneness, connected to all life, connected to the entire flow of the universe. And it's the same thing that holds together this illusion of time and space, of three dimension, of being a human. And like all of the other parts of your body, like you were saying, are your your design and your uniqueness. Um, and then that that G center is literally, the reason it's called a magnetic monopole is because it's literally a magnet. It's this force, this energy that works without a mind telling it what to do. It just is this energy that is pulling, magnetically attracting through vibration, the things that are meant for uniquely you as an individual. Like everyone has these, this path where 
you know, you still have free will and your mind can make choices at any time. Also, like other parts, your authority in your body can make decisions from free will. But you have this magnetic monopole like guiding you and pulling it closer to you. And the more that you live by your human design and honor your differentiation and live in alignment of that, the more you clear your aura and that magnet from your magnetic monopole is stronger and able to attract more easily beautiful things, things that are meant for you, things that are going to further you towards your purpose and your sense of direction. And like, it's just such a there's so much going on in that diamond right yes. there. Like it's a, crazy, <laughs> it really is. it's a crazy thing. It is. And I do want to say that you don't have to have a defined G center to have a magnetic monopole, to have a soul. Like that is not what we're saying. It, it Whether it's defined or undefined just means if it's defined, you're putting out energy in a consistent way there. And if it's undefined, you are receiving energy in your magnetic monopole, in your soul, in your identity, in your direction, and you're transmuting it and deciding what you want to do with that. Both are still attracting love and beauty to you. Both are still magnets. Both are still connecting you to source and oneness. It's just outwardly expressed in different way, either giving off energy or receiving energy but they're both still there. So I don't want you to listen to this and think, well, I don't have a defined magnetic monopole. Do I not have a soul? Like, no, you do yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So like when I do meditations, I really like to just like, or anytime that I am finding myself being like overly mental in my mind and like trying to make decisions for my mind, I like to do this meditation where I visualize this light in my mind and then I watch it drop down into my magnetic monopole and I just like visualize with my mind's eye that light dropping and it's like in my magnetic monopole it's like that is my home like you were saying in that song like mm. that is my home that is where I am protected I am safe like the universe and life and everything can reach me can guide me like right there. And then I like to imagine that light traveling down into my solar plexus since I have emotional authority. But if you had splenic authority, like you could imagine it going into your spleen, or if you had sacral authority, you could imagine it going into your sacral or for you, Shana, just staying right there where your authority is. But like, and kind of seeing that whole thing, like I'm in my mind, but I drop it down to like what's real. And then I drop it down to like my authority and just kind of checking mm -hmm. back in and letting yourself feel that part in your body that is sacred and connected to oneness. And that is like supporting you and guiding you at all times. Mm -hmm. And that is yours. Yeah. Like it is yours. It is your energetic gift this place for your authority is yours. Like that is your authority. That is your gift to help you to find your home, to give your love, to succeed, to live in alignment, to live in flow, to experience success or surprise or peace or fulfillment. It's all there and it's yours to help you. And I love that when we thinking about that as well, when we talk about the channels and the profiles and the definitions and, you know, your cross of incarnation, like those are all things that are yours, the me side of you, right? Your individual purpose, like that is yours. It's there to support you 
in this human experience to fulfill your goals. And then the higher truth is this universal purpose of remembering that we're all one and that we're all connected and that I am you and you are me. And what I do to you, I do to myself. And when we are all connected, we can make huge waves on this planet. We can change the vibration of this planet, which is what is happening. And what the new paradigm is all about is that the more that we can get back to this universal knowing that we are all one, but we also keeping in mind on the other side that we all have our own individual purpose and truth and energetic gifts to offer, the higher the vibration of the planet gets, the more connected we are to ourselves and to each other, and the freer we are to experience the things in life that we are here to experience that are innately ours. Success Mm. is ours. Mm. Like, Mm abundance is ours. Love, all of these things that you might consider taboo, you know, oh, I shouldn't be, you know, wanting a lot of money. I shouldn't be wanting an amazing home or it's selfish of me to want fame and to want leadership and power and all of these things. It's, it's not like that. You want those things for a reason and they are here for you, for all of us. There's an abundance of all of these things for every single person on the planet to have these things. And so just getting over that hurdle of self-guilt and getting out of your own way of saying, well, I shouldn't, or I should do this, or I should do that. And just saying, no, I want fame. I want money. I want beauty. I want experiences. I want to travel the world. And I want these for a reason. You didn't just come up with these because you're selfish. No, you want them because they are, they are yours. They are intended for you. They are yours for the taking because when you take them, yeah, for your path. And when you take them and you're authentically yourself and give yourself these gifts and allow yourself to take these gifts, the more other people can do the same for themselves. And the higher the vibration of the planet gets and the more opportunities and connection and realness we all can get to Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) (laughs) love it yeah and your your magnetic monopole it speaks to you through love so like people ask us a lot like what career is right for me because i'm a manifesting generator what career is right for me because i'm a reflector and we can tell you how it's best for you to interact with other people with your aura in your career as a manifesting generator but we can't tell you what lights you up We can't tell you what you love. We can't tell you what excites you and you feel passionate about. Only you know that. And that is where you should have your career. That is where you should be spending your time is following your bliss, following what you love, because that is your magnetic monopole. Your magnetic monopole is speaking to you through love. When you love something, like I love this, I feel so excited, passionate about it. That is your soul telling you that that thing is right for you and to follow Mm. it and to do it and to spend time doing that thing. And then spend time doing that thing, using your design, using these strategies, interacting with people in a way that's correct for your energy. But like the idea of like, you knowing what you love, like only you can be in touch with that. And there's Mm. definitely conditioning in the old paradigm to let go of conditioning that like, well, guess what? You don't get to do what you love and you don't get to work 
with what you love because if everyone did what they love, no one would do the hard jobs and no one would do the things that no one wants to do. Everyone would just be playing all the time. There'd be all these artists and all these musicians and all these painters or whatever, but there'd be no plumbers and there'd be no electricians or whatever. And that is so BS. Like, it's just not true. Like we have all chosen, our souls have all chosen from this place of higher knowing and of harmony and unity and collaboration that every single person that has different interests for a reason and that all you have to do is be brave enough to honor that what you love is right for you and to not be afraid of it, to not shy away from it, to not think that it's selfish like you were saying, Shana, but to like know Mm -hmm to like release any guilt or fear or shame from old paradigm and conditioning that like it's selfish to only do what you love and to like realize that that's what your soul chose and that you actually owe it to the world to do what you love because that's what you're going to do best. And that's what people need you to do is doing what you love. It's literally like Mm -hmm. the ultimate win-win. Like there's conditioning to let go of thinking like, if I do what I love, will it serve anyone else or will it only serve me? But the truth is you can let go of all of that and realize that like when you do what you love, it lights up the world and empowers other people to do what they love and that you don't have to worry if there are enough people or resources or whatever to get everything done. It's like everything is, is mm-hmm. okay. Everything is supported. Everything is abundant. And it's truly like our own mindset that we need to clear. So the more that you can lean into that and ask yourself, like, what is it that I love? What is it mm-hmm. that I'm passionate about? And focus in on that and learn your human design, know where you're different, know what alignment is for you and spend moments connecting to the fact that you are not a human individual, that you are this spiritual being and this awareness and this consciousness. You're the eyes looking behind your eyes, looking out at the world, like all three of those things. Like the more you do that, the more just with ease and flow, you'll be able to effortlessly live your path. Yeah. And getting clear, like you said, on what it is that you love and what it is that lights you up. Like we've talked about, we talked about a lot in our projector episode, but that is helpful for all of the types, every single person getting really clear on what lights you up and what you're drawn to magnetically, because those are the things that you came here to partake in and be a part of. And Like Dana said, you owe it to the world and to yourself because you came all this way. Like if we are all part of this ball, you came all this way on this string. You chose your design. You chose your life purpose. You are here to do whatever that thing is, to have whatever those things are that you love. Just, yeah, it's it's bravery. It's courage. It's commitment. It's taking a leap. It's diving in. And it's being real with yourself, what those things are. and and knowing that we're all connected and we're all going through a journey of of self-discovery and self-love and connection and awareness. Yeah. And I just want to take it back to a new earth because seriously, that book, <laughs> that book changed my life. Like it was for so sure good. the hands down number one book that, that helped me up level to the level of consciousness I'm at now. But I used to feel like there's so many things in the world that need to be healed, that need to be changed, that need to be helped. Like, and I felt like in a panic, like I'm just one person. There's nothing I can do to help the world 
because I'm so small and the world is so big. And like, I have to be out there helping protect the water and I have to be out there changing the legal system. And I have to do like, there's all these things that need to be done. And if I'm just doing yoga all the time, like I'm not helping anything or anyone. And that's selfish, right? Like that was like my old Mm. conditioned mind, false beliefs. Um, And then from reading a new earth, he really says, if you want to change the world and you want to save the world and you want to make the world a better place and you want to heal the world, like the environment and everything, the only thing you can do is heal yourself. And when you Mm. heal yourself, when you, find alignment, when you love yourself, when you are connected to the fact that you are an individual, you stand true in your truth and your knowing and your individualism, and you connect to the fact that you are spirituality, you are oneness, you are consciousness. When you do that inner work, that is what raises the vibration of the planet and enables other people, like the more people there are that are higher vibe, it literally is easier for other people around you to do it too. And when each individual person is in alignment and healthy and clear and connected to love, that's when everyone changes the planet and everyone makes better choices Mm -hmm. that are more supportive of other people and not just like selfishly or like unaware of using resources in a way that's disrespectful to other people or to the environment. So it's like literally the only thing you can do to save the world is this work. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that book so much. I love it all. I love you. I'm grateful (laughs) for those words that you just said. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what else there is to say about oneness. Like, I feel like I am you (laughs) and I am, you know, I'm just feeling it. I'm feeling it all the feels. Yeah, me too. And so you guys, everyone listening, um, thank you for being here with us and wherever Mm -hmm. you are on your spiritual journey, wherever you are on your human design journey, wherever you are in life, Um, if you made it to the end of this podcast, just know that you are here for a reason and that you are listening to this conversation for a reason and that you're connected to us via this podcast playing in your car or wherever it's playing for a reason. And that we're all here together and we're all doing this work together and none of us are perfect, but we are all perfect in our imperfections. Um, and that we are all here to support each other in this work. Like we, we love you guys and we feel you guys and reach out to us on our Instagram at dayluna. Um, our website is, if you want to email us, hello at daylunalife.com. Um, our website daylunalife.com is where you can find all of our different offerings with dayluna with our readings for human design and with our personalized boxes that come with your reading in a printed booklet. Um, but reach out with us, connect with us because we are here together to support Mm -hmm. each other for a reason. And our vibrations have all found each other on this, this plane, like where we're all learning and remembering and remembering who we are and letting go of who we're not all together, Mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. And we're all here to up-level each other. Like, like we've talked about before, when I up-level you, you up-level me and 
the same goes, if you're listening to this, this is a sign from the universe of, of leaning into these different aspects and these different um, ways that you can play with your meditations or just with your awareness of yourself and um, what you can do to get really clear and what you can do to be connected to all of the people around you, whether that's just having dinner once a night with that or once a week with them and really connecting or whether that's, um, you know, going to a town hall meeting and really just having it sitting there in an awareness that you are all there together. You are all consciousness living individualized through your own bodies or whether that's going to more yoga or going to sound baths or ordering high vibe things online like crystals or, or our boxes or essential oils, or even just things that make you feel lit up, whether that's specific clothes or specific items for your home, things that you're magnetically drawn towards, just not saying, you know, go and buy everything you've ever wanted, but just bringing in one high vibe thing into your life that reminds you that you are connected, you are held you are individual and you are up leveling. And as you do so, you, you up level the planet, you up level the people around you. Um, and I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for you, for me, for us being the same, being together and being here right now. I'm so grateful for all of us here. Yeah. You are the universe living as Lizzo. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you are the universe living as yourself. You are the universe living as me. Like we are all, we're all just. You are the universe living as Oprah Ooh, and Eckhart Tolle. I am. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. And um, there's so much joy in that. There's so much goodness, juicy goodness. So, hell yeah. So you guys, thank you so much for being here with us and talk to you next time.